Welcome to the Produce Industry Podcast, your weekly download on current events, trends, market reports, and community discussions. Join us each week from Tampa, Florida, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Patrick Kelly. Welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Patrick Kelly. As always, I am honored to be here coming to you live from Tampa, Florida. Today is November 22nd, 2021, and it is Thanksgiving week. Are you ready for your turkey, your ham, your yams, your green bean casserole, your corn, your carrots? What else? Don't forget those cranberries, everyone, because guess what? It's time to feast. So today we have two very special guests and we are going to start off with Alexandra Ray Mullenby, who is the marketing manager at Country Sweet Potatoes and Baco Sweet. We are going to learn how to incorporate sweet potato recipes into your Thanksgiving meal. Then we're going to talk to our standard sponsor, Indianapolis Fruit Company's very own Ross Nelson, no stranger to the show. Talk about the year and what we are thankful for. I want to give a huge shout out to all of our sponsors, Ag Tools, Flavor Wave Fresh, Buck Naked Onions, Noble Citrus, Awahi Produce, Arctic Apples, Equifruit, Indianapolis Fruit Company, and John Green Logistics. For this very special Thanksgiving episode, we want to give thanks to our sponsors and everything that they have done for the produce and supply chain industry and helping grow this industry together, everyone. Don't forget to check out Fresh From The Field Fridays with Dan The Produce Man. Last week, we had Michael Castaneda with Robinson Fresh on the line talking about their new consumer brand. We're ready to hear about these brands in the produce industry. So everyone, without further ado, let's hear from Alexandra Ray on Baco Sweet. Hey, Ray, welcome back to the show. Hey, Patrick, good to be here. Listen, it's Thanksgiving week. And how great is it that we get to be on the Monday show? A little Friendsgiving here, right? And we're going to share with a lot of our friends um, about some items today. And I think that, listen, you got things like sweet potatoes, yams, green beans, right? Potatoes, all these things that are incorporated in the Thanksgiving meal. Heck, I talk about it in the intro, cranberries. I mean, oh my gosh. I mean, I, I just, what a, what a fun time to be in the kitchen. A little stressful time, right? With everybody being over, what a fun time. And also, I know you're going to give us some cool ideas um, on how to, you know, really enhance your holiday, you know, this Thanksgiving. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're really excited about um, Thanksgiving. It's actually our number one holiday for sweet potato sales. What? I would say, you know, sweet potatoes all year long should be having uh, dynamite sales. Let's be real, Ray. Oh, I know. I, I couldn't agree more with you. Um, Thanksgiving's number one, Christmas is two, and Easter's number three. Um, but we're making summer also pretty popular with uh, some some grilling recipes as well. Mm, mm. Well, I'll tell you what, in the Kelly household, my son, Ty, he is a sweet potato fanatic. So anytime we go out and they ask French fries, right? He always asks, he's like, do you have sweet potato fries? And when he gets the no, he's like, all right, I'll just take the regular fries then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, would, I would be bummed. I love my sweet potato fries too. So does he. So does he. And he likes them sometimes sweet, like some people have put cinnamon on it and then sometimes just normal and regular. He likes sweet potatoes like ever since he was a baby and we used to feed him food as a baby. Right. He would love uh, grounded up sweet potatoes. And it, you know what? I'm glad that I brought that up, too, because my new my newborn, which is eight months, which you've seen on some Zoom calls, 
um, she dies for sweet potatoes. So uh, when we puree those sweet potatoes, it is her favorite. And we've tried to give her other stuff like green beans and sorry, green bean people, but she hates the greens, but loves the sweet potatoes. Well, that's good to hear. And sweet potatoes actually have uh, 268% of vitamin A. And so um, she's eating something that's healthy for her too. So that's good. Hey, when she's saying yum, 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 I'm like, hey, it's got to be working compared to those gag faces you see on the other items. You're like, <laughs> ooh, you're like, that's funny. I'm going to try that one more time. <laughs> you're like, see if that works. But so let's talk about this. Let's talk about Thanksgiving. Let's talk about what's out there, uh, what's ready to cook. And, you know, what, what can we do with sweet potatoes this Thanksgiving holiday? Absolutely. You know, consumers value products that offer both freshness and convenience. They want a quick and easy product that lasts and has a quality you can taste. And so that's really what we're doing is, um, you know, life's too short for mealtime inconvenience. And so we offer a variety of quick and easy options with fresh, organic and conventional sweet potatoes. Are these the, the ready to eat sweet potatoes that I've tried or that we've talked about in the past too? Yeah. So we just launched our new organic sweet potatoes and each of them are in a, um, in a steam bag and it's variety specific. So we've got orange sweet potatoes, which is your Covington. And then you've got purple, which is your Mirasaki. And then you've got white, which is your O. Henry. And each one has a different flavor profile. And so what we've done is um, we've given consumers recipe inspiration photos on the front of the bag, just because they don't always know how to cook these new sweet potato varieties. And so, um, you know, it's got that recipe on the front that they can make. And then on the back is a recipe tip for how to actually make it. And so we really wanted to make it easy for folks to make a healthy and delicious meal in um, about six minutes. And I know you cooked like multiple bags and made a whole meal with our sweet potatoes in like under 30 minutes for your family. And that's exactly what we're striving for. Well, I'll tell you what, they're definitely going to be used this Thanksgiving because of the convenience factor. And I don't think there's a, well, there's a difference in taste and flavor, right? But there's always that difference, right? Because when you barbecue versus bake versus microwave, there's always going to be a little bit different of a texture, a flavor. And we all know that, right? But it's still got the freshness of a sweet potato. And then someone was like, can you actually microwave fresh produce? And I'm like, heck yes, you can. I'm like, what, what are we talking about here? Can you microwave? Fresh? You can microwave almost anything. But yes, you can microwave fresh produce, everyone. And then the recipe, obviously, if you don't know what you're doing, hence someone like me all the time that I venture into putting all purpose like pork and barbecue rub, I could put it on anything, right? Right. Total, total dude move right there. I just, I'll put barbecue seasoning on anything, but <laughs> that's what I thought was cool is that we were able to see some of those recipes on the back and it definitely helps out because you can try something new too. Yes, you definitely can. And um, we actually have a recipe 
ebook available this year. So um, folks can download the ebook with all these different sweet potato recipes that they can try out for the holidays. And I think that you're going to really love it too. Oh, I, I got to check it out. And then speaking of this, I always see you on Instagram, um, Harvest Joy, if you want to follow her. Um, and then also there's Bako Sweet. Uh, but if you look at that, you're always in a field. And right in your, in your, you're like plucking sweet potatoes. <laughs> you are like the other day I, I saw like the, the Bugs Bunny version of you because you like, you've got, you had the sweet potatoes plucked up, all the vines, like the roots were behind it. And it had me laughing. But speaking of that, obviously, you know, Baco sweet country, sweet potatoes is part of that farming community, right? You're growing these products and, you know, actually moving them through the supply chain to get them, you know, to the marketplace, right? Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, I go out there in the fields and get to walk around and check on our uh, new harvest. And it's been a lot of fun. Um, I tried to dig out my own sample of sweet potatoes. And it was like, so hard. I recommend a pitchfork, not a shovel, by the way. Um, cause I sliced through some of the sweet potatoes and it broke my heart personally, but, mm. <laughs> I know. but, um, yeah, I mean, we really focus on quality out there in the fields. I, we have bins and each of those bins gets filled with a different size of sweet potatoes and it's all hand sorted because it protects the quality of the sweet potatoes by doing that. That's fantastic. I mean, listen, your goal is to get the right quality, the right product to the marketplace. And let's be, be real safely. Right. And uh, I'll tell you what, well, the first time I went to Costa Rica, I remember the farmer, he told me, he said, do you want to, you know, pull a pineapple off of the plant? And I said, sure. Harder than you think. He pulled out a knife, made it very quick when he got the knife and did it. Um, but you know, it was very funny. And then, you know, trying to plant replant like the, um, the crown of it, you would think, oh, this is going to be easy. No, no, no. Just like you said, it's like, no, they've got this special tool that digs down like like almost about a foot or so. And then you plop that thing right in. Um, but yeah, I, I, listen, it's always great to be close and, and down with the farmer. I love seeing all of the interaction um, that goes behind the Baco Sweet brand. It really makes me connect as I'm a consumer, right? You're a consumer. And, and that's what it's about. It makes me connect back to the farm. So when, at least when I buy the Baco Sweet brand, when I can find everybody being here in Tampa, there's other brands here in Tampa where I am located. So I got I to gotta fight in between which retailer or marketplace I want to go to. But I, I love that. You know, Ray, I think that's really cool. And listen, I appreciate you joining me on Thanksgiving Monday, right? We've got a couple more days till Thanksgiving. We've got ready to eat sweet potatoes by the Bako Sweet team ready. But listen, Ray, where can people buy these? I, 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 we got to tell everybody because now that they're going to go to every store, where can people buy the Bako Sweet sweet potatoes? Um, that's a good question. So I'm really excited to announce that you guys can get them from Albertsons, Vaughn's, Pavilion's. Um, in Southern California starting, well, I think starting last week. And um, you can also find them at Sprouts, Walmart, uh, Grocery Outlet, Sendix, United Supermarkets. Um, I mean, we're, we're growing and we're really excited and we're in Loblaws and Longos and I mean, yeah, Whole Foods and everything. So that's where you can find us at. 
I love it. And listen, everyone, if you do not have Baco Suite in your area, please reach out to them and let them know that you want it in your area. And Ray, this is a perfect time. If anybody wants to reach out to Baco Suite, you know, or yourself, how can they go about doing that? They can email me, Alexandra at countrysweetproduce.com. And then you definitely should follow our Baco Sweet Instagram account because we've got some really fun holiday giveaways. Um, you could win a year's supply of sweet potatoes. And um, of course, you can always DM me at harvest.joy on Instagram as well if you want to get a hold of me directly. 100%. And last but not least, because we have to ask, what would you say you were thankful for this year? I would say that I'm really thankful for um, my family. This is my first year being married during Thanksgiving. So I'm, I'm very, very grateful for family. I love it. I love it, everyone. So we'll get to our next topic with Ross at Indianapolis Fruit Company right after the break. What's even more convenient than having fresh cut apple slices ready to snack on? Having them delivered to your doorstep. Arctic apple varieties are now included in FlavorWave boxes in the Los Angeles area. Plus, subscribers can scan a special QR code for their chance to win an Arctic apple prize pack. Discover a wave of freshly picked flavor when you crunch into an Arctic Golden or an Arctic Granny Fresh Slice. Everyone, we have an APP out on a buck naked onion. This onion is produced by Owyhee Produce, so we have to be on the lookout. Whether you're a retailer, food service distributor, or a wholesaler, this onion is whole, it's hearted, and it's buck naked, everyone. To all you civilians out there, please, let's catch this buck naked onion. Welcome to Equifruit, an importer and marketer of fresh bananas. Equifruit is committed to 100% fair trade, which means no crummy wages, super safe working conditions, and nothing but love for the ladies. Driving innovation through impossible to ignore merchandising, Equifruit is the only banana you should buy. Are you ready to enhance your skills? Every day we are tasked to make fast, effective decisions to keep up with the fast-paced produce industry. At AgTools, we take the pressure off of gathering data to help make your day easier and more enjoyable. Connecting the supply chain with AgTools is unique, practical, and easy. AgTools can be used from multiple angles of the produce industry, from farmers all the way to logistics companies. We call that 360-degree decision-making day after day. Visit www.ag.tools.com to gain more reliable and relevant data to see more, achieve more. And now, back to our show. Welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast, everyone. It's always great to hear from our sponsors, those dynamite people making dynamite content in the produce industry. And everyone, it is Thanksgiving Monday. It was fantastic to hear from Baco Sweet and Alexandra on some of those sweet potatoes to incorporate in your Thanksgiving meal, everyone. And as I promised, no stranger to the show, my man from Indianapolis Fruit Company, Ross Nelson. Welcome back. 
Thanks, Patrick. It's always a pleasure to be here. And I'm glad we're talking about Thanksgiving and all things we're thankful for. Hey, man, listen, I am thankful for being inside of another house, right? <laughs> I'm <laughs> thankful for being inside. I moved again uh, this year. This is like my, uh, what, second or third time this year. Finally bought a house. So really excited. Uh, really thankful for that as well, man. But, uh, you know, this year has definitely put a runner on me, man. I'll be real with you. I mean, just talking personal, I, I felt like 2020 had nothing on 2021, Ross. I'll be real with you right now, dude. Well, 2020 was definitely rough for me. I will say 21 has been better than 2020. So I feel like uh, as we get into our third year of 2022, we're going to all be excited for the new world and everything. So no, I agree with you, man. And I, and I remember when we first met, I mean, you were unemployed and it was right when COVID hit and heck man, it's like things were rolling so fast. And now it's like, bro, it's like 15, 16 months later. And it's like, can, I can't believe it. But yeah, man, I, I agree that a lot of things happened to a lot of companies in 2020. Mine were more personal Ross. I know I try to keep this uh, level headed because mine were all like, you know, crazy stuff that's happened to me, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. And I think that that's why, you know, it's great. I know it's, it sucks that one time of the year we say, Hey, what are we thankful for? Realistically, we should be talking about it all year long, huh, buddy? We should every day. You ought to be thankful for the day that you're living the next day and the day prior. So you never want to take life for granted. I've seen, uh, you know, recent opportunities where you just never know. Oh, no, I'm with you on the, you just never know, man. And, and I, and I'll share another thing with you, everyone. And, um, again, something I'm thankful for. And then Ross, I'm going to kick it back to you on something else that you're thankful for, you know, is family and friends. Um, everyone, again, if you know me, if you're really close to me, um, I do share a lot with, with everybody. I I do want to tell everybody to all uh, our listeners out there and Ross knows this and a few of others, but you know, my brother-in-law died this year at the age of 36 years old. And I can tell you, it took a huge hit on me and I am just so thankful for my family and all the new friends and colleagues that I've been able to interact with. Well, that's definitely keeping it real. Hey man, uh, what I tell you, listen, we got to open up our, open up our hearts a little bit. This podcast has been running for almost 18 months, going on two years next year. And you know, what would it be without a little emotions in here, Ross, right? We're already dealing with food that is a huge emotional, really touch emotional experience. Hey, I just wanted to give everybody a little, you know, inside the mind of PK and what what happened this year and why I'm so thankful, man. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Family has definitely been something that's been very important to everybody over the last couple of years as we've navigated through this COVID environment and this world that we're in. So without family, you know, a lot of people wouldn't have any support. So I know as we look at Thanksgiving and everything we're thankful for, just like you, family's number one. But in, in addition to that, you know, since I've been at Indie Fruit for a little over a year now, I've got like a second family, you know, work family. We've got a nice group of people there, you know, and I'm thankful for all of them. Oh, for sure. I mean, I will tell you that I'm thankful for everyone. Hey, everyone, thank a farmer, right? I know we could be thankful for them oh, yes. too everyone throughout the supply chain as well. And heck, then let's get into that. Let's talk about fresh produce now. It's Thanksgiving. I've got some items that I have that are like my go-tos during Thanksgiving, everyone. I demand, I demand from my wife. I'm like, you better make that green bean casserole, please. Now that's like my demand, right? And yeah, then I'm like, with, you that, gotta- <laughs> with green bean casserole, there's a little uh, thing that I do in mine 
that makes it different from the typical green bean casserole. You know what that is? Tell me. I add water chestnuts to mine. Ooh, that's okay. That All right. crisp that's water chestnut up. in the green bean casserole with those crispy onions on top. You know, ooh. Ooh-wee. That's a mm. level up, everyone. A level up by Ross Nelson in his and, house. All right. All right. And I after the green beans, you got to go to mashed potatoes. Mm, 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 mm. Well, you know what? Speaking of mashed potatoes, I, I remember reading something this re- uh, this last week about all different ways you can uh, make mashed potatoes or all kinds of potatoes. Well, man. yeah. What's that, was that, that was on our fruit That was on our Andy. That was on the fruit I read it somewhere. And we had uh, this spuds for you, and we had 10 different ways of doing mashed potatoes on there. And uh, one of my favorites is garlic mashed potatoes. Putting a, f- a couple fresh cloves of garlic in those mashed potatoes. Oh, doesn't get any better. All I think of that is Ross. Let me count the ways I love you. One potato, two potatoes, three potatoes, cowboy potatoes, garlic potatoes, and more. <laughs> a little cheese, a little Philly, you know, some dill Listen, and sour cream. Potatoes are a staple item. You know what? You know, just like, you know, Ray talked about sweet potatoes, staple item, everyone. Um, I will tell you, though, you know, one thing that's another fun one. My wife has been making the uh, homemade. I say homemade, right? It's funny because she doesn't home make the corn, but uh, cream corn. I used to like, like cream corn out of the can when I was a kid. Right. And then she came into making cream corn. You make it in a crock pot. You've got the cheese. You've got the corn. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Like my two things that I demand is green bean casserole and cream corn and then you know the ham the turkey whatever they're serving is fine because i'm gonna mix all that in together right the stuffing the ham the turkey uh the yeah everything's going on the plate it's like a big like goulash for me sometimes once again once it hits the plate ross there's no telling what happens my wife's favorite is thanksgiving leftovers and making a thanksgiving leftover sandwich the day after mm-hmm. with but mm-hmm. if you don't have stuffing it doesn't complete the sandwich without the stuffing. Hey, listen, it's like an apple without crunch. It's like I'm an apple saying. pie without some crumble top. Ooh, and you know, apple pie has got to be one. I actually went to my scouts, my son's scouts last week. We had our Thanksgiving dinner and I do not miss these Ross. And again, if you know me and you hear me about going to scouts, I have like a up and down uh, relationship about going to scouts uh, but what's funny is I always go to the Thanksgiving meal because I love sitting down with everybody. I love being able to have a bunch of food and break bread. And I'll tell you what I told my wife, like right off the bat, I'm like, what kind of pie are we bring in this year? And she's like, oh, we're going to bring this. I was like, someone better get some apple pie with crumbles on top. And she's like, yeah, and guess what? Someone didn't disappoint because that's what I ate for dessert on Friday night. There you go. I'm not a big pumpkin pie fan, but I do love a nice pumpkin roll. Ooh, a little pumpkin roll with cream cheese in it. Oh, you can't have a pumpkin roll without a little cream warmed cheese. Up, like 30 seconds in the microwave. No, I don't, I don't. Mine doesn't have to be warmed up. Just cold. Nice slice. Boom. Right on the plate. I don't know, man. I mean, Indianapolis, it's November 20, what, 5th or what it, which uh, the date of. Thanksgiving. The 25th. You did get that only, correct. I get it. Thank you. Thank you. Didn't even look at the calendar for that one. You know, it's 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 a little chilly outside, you know, like 32, 34 degrees. I mean, what do you ugh, nice coffee, you know, a little no. espresso and hot chocolate, sudden, hot oh, chocolate. All right. All right. I'm not a hot chocolate fan that much, but that's fine. That's fine. But the I'm kids, just saying with the kids, nice, though, and a nice pumpkin roll with cream cheese. Mm. 
playing some cards with the family. That's always a fun Thanksgiving Oof. Day time. You know, my kid, my kid went new school, man. My kid went so new school this year. Um, he went and uh, he's been getting his uh, allowance. He's, his birthday was this year, he turned 10, uh, which is really crazy. And all of a sudden, he's like, I want to buy, you know, I want to go spend all my money at Target. And I'm like, let's do this. I'll help you spend your money, big guy. And so he goes up and he's like, Monopoly. And I'm like, oh, man, here we go. This kid's like, Monopoly. Like, all right, man, you know, like, Ross, come on. You know, when a kid picks up a novel, you're like, oh, it's like a love hate, bro. You're like, oh, here we go. Because this kid's not going to like it. Dude, he picked up Fortnite Monopoly. Fortnite right. Monopoly. I'm not going to lie. I dig it. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I like it. I dig it. It's not the traditional mop Monopoly rules. Yes, you pass go. Yes, you do all that. But it's got a storm that follows you. You actually get to shoot other people when you pick up like cards and stuff like that. Like hands down, it's it's really? legit. So to your card game, like I can't wait to play Fortnite, the board game during the holidays because it it's actually fun. He just gave me an inspiration for a possible Christmas gift for my mm-hmm. son. He likes it, and he's a Fortnite player. So he was like, "Whoa, double edge." Now he's like, "Hey, can I play Fortnite?" I'm like, "No, man, you can't play Fortnite." He's like, "No, the board game." I'm like. I'm going to pull that out, bro. I'm like, I'm like, you're going down. You're going down. So, exactly. all right. What else do we got, man? Because, you know, Thanksgiving's right here. You know, we already know. We, we said the staple items. What are some unique things that, you know, we could do? I mean, you know, instead of cranberry oh. sauce, how else can you use cranberries this year, right? I mean, what else? Well, you could do a relish. You could do them in like a... Wait, wait, wait. A relish? Yeah, like a cranberry relish. Mm, that's something new. I'm not going to lie to you. That's definitely something new, bro. Have not even tried to obtain, uh, digest, or even look at what to do with that. Yeah, but you know what another up-and-coming new favorite for Thanksgiving is? What is one that? Of your, one of your favorite vegetables, Brussels sprouts. Don't even start with me. I just got an air fryer the other day, and I've cooked like three loads of Brussels sprouts. I think <laughs> whole, that's that. Whole, whole place smells like farts up in here, bro. I think that's another up and comer, you know, coming, going to give the green bean a run for its money here soon. Oh, hundred percent. I think that green beans is uh, it's like the red delicious. Sometimes it's like a thing of the past, unless you get really, really creative with it. Well, that's why you got to do something different. Jazz up your green bean casserole. What are you talking about? A jazz apple? No, yeah, no. you were like, I said red delicious. You were like jazz, like look at that red delicious and that jazz apple. I put a little yeah. sweet Kenny G jazz on in the background. Oh boy, I tell you what. Listen, listen, uh, Ross. Um, first of all, I'm gonna tell you what we should have started off with. And one thing that you always have to look at uh when Thanksgiving comes around, and you know what that is? It, it's 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 not the pie, right? It's not the ham. Okay, it's not the fruits and vegetables. Okay, it's actually the preparation of it all. Like you would think the actual tasks at hand are the hardest, even like having family over. Right. But if you've noticed the tasks and everything before that, the prepping, I would say, is probably the most, you know, difficult task. I mean, you got to go shopping. Right. You got to pick everything out. I mean, these are all the things that we do on a daily day, day to day basis. But it's just more than that. You know what I'm saying? So. Listen, everyone, don't be stressed out during the holidays. You know, take it from Ross. As he said earlier, 2020 might have been a bum for him. 2020 was great for me. 2020, bum for me. 2021, awesome for him. But to be thankful is really what's most important, whether it's this year, it's last year, you know, it's next year. Listen, everybody, the future is now. 
So be thankful every single day. Tell your loved ones that you appreciate them. And you know what? This Thanksgiving, Ross, I will tell you, man, let's just have a great time in the kitchen, relax, and be around family, right? Exactly. Getting the family involved. I know one of my jobs was throughout all the years was the mashed potatoes. That was kind of the first job I got, peeling them, mashing them. That was my Thanksgiving job every year. Mm-mm. As a kid or still as an adult? As a kid and as a now as an adult, you know, you got to do everything. So. <laughs> that, hey. that was my job as a kid. Every year, yeah, I had to do the mashed potatoes. So Mine was setting the table. I was always a fan of setting the table. We don't eat at the table now as much as probably people do. Uh, but mine was setting the table. And now it, I used to, we used to be the cookers and cleaners and everything. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you, since we have moved to Tampa, Florida, and we have family surrounding us sometimes, I don't think we've had Christmas or Thanksgiving at our house since we've been here in the last three years. So we actually are going away for Thanksgiving again. So it's like a car ride, eat, nap, wash your hands, ask if I could take leftovers home, and then bounce, man. You can't talk about Thanksgiving without some football in there, too, though. Listen, there's always football. That's always something that happens. And I think the Cowboys play every single Thanksgiving. It's just who they play against. Is that what changes? Same with the Lions. They're also, they, is, think, it, is it Lions and I, Cowboys every Thanksgiving? I believe, yeah. I think those are the two staple Thanksgiving teams. Oh, my goodness. Those guys haven't had a break for years. No. Years. They get, they get a game on, and then they get their turkey on. So, Oh, they definitely do. Yeah, that, that is funny. We went this whole conversation without saying one thing about sports. I'm actually proud about that. We, did, we didn't conclude anything to the uh, the NFL or celebrity lifestyle. So, you know what? I'm actually proud of us for that. But you know where this all begins? Oh, I hope you don't say cotton candy grapes again, bro. No, with the farmer and the dirt. We have to thank a farmer and take True. care of Mother Earth for all a, the glory and produce that she provides. 100%. Everything that we sell, eat, um, digest comes right back out circle of life right man so starts with the farmer starts with the farmer everyone you heard it from ross nelson thank a farmer be thankful on this thanksgiving holiday ross i appreciate you coming on the show this thanksgiving monday and uh, i appreciate everything that you're doing in the produce industry and what indianapolis fruit company doing man well we appreciate it we love being a sponsor of the podcast and always value our participation on here with uh, the great associates and all the other people in the industry that we get to interact with on a daily, weekly, yearly basis. I know I'm going to be very thankful for everybody this Thanksgiving. 100%. And with that note, everyone, we'll see you in the fields and on the horizon. You've been listening to the Produce Industry Podcast with Patrick Kelly. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Anchor to get new, fresh weekly episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Produce Industry Podcast. Until next time, see you in the fields or on the horizon.